0: You are about to experience the Jerry Banfield Show in podcast format. This was originally recorded live on my Jerry Banfield Facebook page, which you can find by searching Jerry Banfield on Facebook. If you'd like to be a member of the audience, ask questions and have me respond to you, become a supporter on my Facebook page, and as soon as you see that notification, jump into the live stream. I appreciate you getting started with this, and I hope you love this episode. Well, let's talk about Unacknowledged. This is a documentary I just watched on Amazon Prime. It's available if you got a Prime membership, you can watch this. If you have had any interest in UFOs, aliens, if you want to know the government secrets, if you want to see a bigger picture, if you've wondered whether we're alone or not, I just watched this a week or two ago. And whenever I'm seeing people in my family and friends and AA meetings who are sci-fi fans, this to me is a great documentary to start with or to kind of get in in a way that's not too crazy where you can start to see some really good evidence of UFOs and uh, even making contact yourself with extraterrestrials to have your own firsthand experience with it as they talk about here. It talks about that the biggest secret right now in uh, almost worldwide is that we're not alone and we never have been that there's all that i'm playing a game in the background right now mark thank you for the share nice to see you today i'm playing a game in the background right now called men in black and this game seems to be an accurate representation of what's going on in our solar system like it's bigger than even our planet our solar system that we have a secret all kinds of secret government agencies and an entire secret space program that manages extraterrestrials and goes to great lengths to keep it secret from the public because the public is afraid and because getting these things out there also leads to a loss of control i mean You can see when the Roswell craft crashed in 1947 and they had previously played this War of the Worlds broadcast and people panicked, you can imagine that telling people an alien spacecraft crashed, you know, people might get scared and act crazy, but it also kind of weakens government control as well. Like, how how are you going to really care about your government And what they tell you when you know there's extraterrestrials that are visiting here. It's just a huge expansion of the mind. And I love that this documentary, it shows evidence, it has conversations, it shows actual craft flying around. There's a big difference. A lot of the skeptics will say, well, there's no evidence for UFOs or extraterrestrials. That's because it's been very carefully hidden and suppressed repeatedly for a long time. Let me compare this to something that is most relatable. For example, I used to be an alcoholic. I used to be an active drinking alcoholic. I go to Alcoholics Anonymous every day. I've stayed sober for seven and a half years. There is no evidence of my alcoholism now except in what I talk about and what I say. And when I actively was drinking, I made big efforts to cover up my alcoholism from most people. Like, if you worked with me, it was unlikely you had any idea on what an alcoholic I was. My wife even lived with me, and I made efforts to cover up my alcoholism from her. Like, when she first dated me, you know, I when she, she, my wife did not have an idea of the extent of my alcoholism for months dating me because I intentionally made an effort to cover it up. I would not, if we did drink, I would drink lightly when she was around. I did not show her the true extent of my drinking. I made a concerted effort to cover up a big part of my life, and I covered it up. Many of my friends and family didn't have an idea of the extent to my alcoholism only my closest friends and family had a, even a decent idea of it. And I'm saying that's the same thing our government is doing. Our government, there's, there are so many people that are now involved in things like the secret space program and all these secret projects that there's most people are keeping silent, but there's so many people involved that there's just tons of whistleblowers coming out you know, tons, like there's consistent whistleblowers, but the I like how they get into in unacknowledged. You can see uh, that things like psychological warfare are used to discredit anybody who's a whistleblower. It'd be like to relate it back to being like an alcoholic. If somebody says, oh man, you drink so much. You're like, oh, I saw you drinking all night last night. Like, nah, you know, I just, I was just having sodas. Those weren't, those weren't actually alcoholic beverages in my drink. I just was having some sodas. And yeah, I mixed a couple of drinks in before, but then at that, you know, most of the night I was just having sodas. Like that same kind of, you know, obvious lying that when you go to AA meetings, Almost everybody there has done that kind of lying and that kind of covering up. Is that, oh, I smell, is that alcohol I smell in your breath? No, I just used some mouthwash. Our government is doing those kinds of lies with us. Oh, yeah, it's just, it wasn't, it wasn't an alien spacecraft, excuse us. It was a weather balloon. That's just as cheesy of a lie as the alcoholic who's been drinking vodka all day and someone calls him out on it, like people called me out. Oh, you know, I just did some mouthwash before that. I just did some mouthwash. That's why my breath smells like alcohol. Oh, I just had one beer. You know, it's our government and this, this documentary does a good job. I like the main character in it. Dr. Stephen Greer talks about how this is something that is so high that even presidents presidents can actually be killed over giving this information out. That It talks about how John F. Kennedy was getting prepared to disclose these secrets. I believe this was the one, could have been another one, but it that if a president decides they're gonna disclose this information that whoever is the real power brokers whether they're in the military, or they're in banking, you know, and they're billionaires, or whoever the real power brokers are, they can kill a president and their family over keeping this information distributed exactly how they want it to. I uh, think there's footage on this one from it, uh, from several presidents talk, and you can see the presidents are not allowed to just tell whatever they know. And he talked about how Bill Clinton was afraid for his life and his family's lives if he were to disclose anything. And he says, Bill Clinton said that he asked the Air Force about UFOs and they wouldn't tell him anything. Let's check the chat. What's up, Johnny Hayward? Nice to see you, Ace. Nice to see you. Nick says, uh, Nick's talking about some uh, Facebook partners. Nick says there are partnered platforms without 3K followers, but I found someone who got partnered with, 3K on a gaming agency, nice. What I love about unacknowledged is it seems like the disclosure movement that there is an interest in getting the public into this. So one question you might have is okay Jerry, let's say say the information in unacknowledged is true. Let's assume this information is true just the way you're saying it's true then why would they allow, whoever doesn't allow presidents to talk, you would think, okay, well, why are they allowing documentaries like this to come out? If this is true, why wouldn't they censor that? Why wouldn't they prevent this from being come out? So there's two different reasons. First, the established policy is through psychological warfare and skepticism where anyone who takes this seriously, skepticism can just be used and say, ah, it's just a bunch of crap. Like in some ways, censoring it would make it more valid. And uh, what I've also seen from watching this and other similar documentaries is that there is a disclosure movement happening where a lot of people that have the, what you might call the truth or a piece of it that have the firsthand experience seeing alien bodies and I'm putting, I put up a piece about this on my YouTube by Philip J. Crusoe who was in the military who said he saw alien bodies firsthand himself that were being taken from Roswell. He said he actually saw the alien bodies and that he worked to reverse engineer the technology that came from Roswell. There's uh, lots of books out. It seems what's going on is that there's a slow disclosure process happening and that this is actually being allowed to be out in the public and that I'm perfectly fine talking about it. Jason says, I got to watch it. Secret Service might come to the door. See, I don't, I'm not worried. I can talk about this because I, there is a movement happening to disclose this information to the public because the downside of having this information is kept secret is a lack of cooperation. I've listened to some documentaries Unacknowledged is a nice starting point. If you've never heard anything about UFOs or extraterrestrials that you took seriously, watching Unacknowledged is a great starting point where you can kind of get into it from a point of view that's, you know, pretty scientific, pretty reasonable, not just based on like firsthand or people's experiences, but, you know, they do a really good job in unacknowledged on presenting something that to me is palatable for the, like, general public. Whereas some of these other documentaries, like I did one on Above Majestic, like that is more... You know, that'll challenge even somebody like me who's like, love all this stuff, sure it's true. I watched a doc. this watching unacknowledged got me to watch a documentary called Above Majestic and Above Majestic with David Wilcox and Corey Goode, they go into, deep into the secret space program that we already have people on Mars, that we already have bases and planets we're settling in the Andromeda galaxy that we have warp drive technology, teleporters, and that within that context, there is a group of these insiders who want this knowledge to be disclosed and who are doing everything possible to kind of seed the population, prepare the population, so that, I mean, if you are listening to some of these things, like that there's human beings in the Andromeda galaxy, there's hundreds of thousands of peoples already on bases in Mars, there are teleporters to get over from Earth to Mars, like that you could basically potentially have somebody living next door to you or a home next door to you that has one of these teleporters in it. You know, some of that information, when you give some of that information to somebody who's, you know, completely believes such the opposite, like you could see how that's a bit too much. So it seems like Things like this are being allowed out there as a part of an ongoing seeding movement where the idea is to continually get people more and more and more comfortable with the idea of extraterrestrials and more prepared to receive the truth about our situation. The truth about our situation to me seems to be we're not alone, we've never been alone. And the documentary after this, so this is a 2017 documentary. If you really like Stephen Greer, I... Thoroughly enjoyed hearing Stephen Greer's experience in Unacknowledged. If you really like Stephen Greer, he has a newer documentary called Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind and it shows you what you can do to make contact with extraterrestrials yourself. And uh, I have not got that to work so far at least while I've been awake and conscious. However, I have made contact in my dreams. I have had dreams living on other planets and that gives validity to what I've heard everywhere else. I've heard that dreams are a common form of contact that extraterrestrials and ET races can make with you. Nathan says, curious to see what SpaceX has to offer. And I heard a podcaster there asking one of these guys about SpaceX and they're like, it's just a sham. <laughs> like it's almost it's ridiculous. Like if you actually know what's going on, it's a sham. Like, we don't need rocket boosters to get us into space. We have anti-gravity technology. But that the SpaceX allows things to be kind of explored a bit more. <laughs> So if you love aliens and extraterrestrials like I do, I think you'll thoroughly enjoy watching Unacknowledged. I loved all the different points of view they had in there. It was very easy to digest, and it helped me get into even more movies because what I did after I watched Unacknowledged is I looked on Amazon Prime, and I saw, okay, well, what, what similar things have people watched? Like people who liked UnAcknowledged, and that got me into above, above Majestic, and Above Majestic got me into this whole secret space program world. So I'm so grateful. I don't. I'm, I think somebody told me to watch UnAcknowledged. I'm not even sure exactly how I found this, but what I've noticed is, I have a vacuum essentially. Like I've decided I listen to. I watched a documentary on Bob Lazar in Area 51. Bob Lazar has a very compelling story and evidence talking about how he was reverse engineering alien spacecraft in the 1980s. He was reverse working on anti-gravity technology, working with Element 115, which powers these reactions to do anti-gravity technology. And I started thinking that I want I was thinking I want some more recent information. Like this stuff's 30 years old. And uh, I've been guided unacknowledged, is from 2017 and guided me into some much more recent information. I got into Philip J. Curso's book and you can see just that desire, that desire for more recent information guided me here to have this to share with you today. And uh, if you want to know more about these things you want to know the truth, just your desire to know it will help lead you to it. And I imagine there's a very specific reason you're seeing this right now and hearing this conversation is because on some level, you have a desire to hear more about this. And uh, I'm grateful to be a part of your journey on getting to know about these things because you might ask, well, why would you even want to know about these things? Like, who cares? What can you do about it? I'm like, I'm, I am part of a grassroots disclosure movement. I mean, sure, I've got a lot of people following me online, but I am part of, I have decided in a line that I think we can all cooperate much more effectively knowing the truth. And this is an extension of my journey through alcoholism, basically, where I lived a life of what I call lower consciousness, lying and cheating and hiding and doing things I felt bad about, living a life with secrecy and shame where I drink and I do things that I don't tell anybody about and I hate myself and I have all these secrets. And then I've been through the process of coming clean. I've been through the process of revealing all these things that I didn't want anybody to find out before. You know, my all my suicide attempts, the nights I got into homicidal rages and all the dark, crazy thoughts I had, and you know things I've seen, and I'm grateful. You know, women I paid for, you know, to spend some quality time with me. You know, I I've revealed all these things that were the dark parts. I've shined a light on and discussed with other human beings, and uh, I am a part of bringing that same kind of thing to the greater human consciousness. Like. To me, our greater human consciousness collectively, we've been operating with all these secrets, with all these lies, it's time to come clean. And I think it's, we'll have a much stronger human race. I don't think we're gonna solve any of the current challenges we have in the world. I don't think we'll ever solve things like poverty, racism, violence, sickness. I don't think we're gonna solve any of these challenges at all in the world when we're living from a level of collective consciousness where we've got all these secrets, where we've got all these lies, I think it's essential that we come clean collectively about our biggest secrets, that we do the same thing I've done with my consciousness of getting clean, being transparent. I think it's critical we do that collectively if we're going to be the strongest human race. Given from what I've seen, we are an intergalactic civilization. We're not even limited to just this galaxy. That there's all kinds of extraterrestrials, that human beings are actually very valuable all over the galaxy. That there's actually, according to Corey good. there's a slave trade for human beings to go to other planets. How insane is that? I think it's time to come clean about all these things and to get it so everybody who's interested in knowing about these things knows about them. What's up, Kenneth? Nice, nice to see you today. Not sure what I'm gonna play, Kenneth says. Eh, that's one of my biggest things every day too is wondering what I'm gonna play. And I, I looked around and I'm like figured out what I'd be most excited to play and just got it in there. So I am a part of a movement that is here to disclose these things to the rest of humanity. Like I think it's insane we have people going around saying there's no evidence for extraterrestrials. I think we're, it's, it's hard, I don't think we're capable of fixing any of our biggest challenges as human beings when we have so many lies and secrets that are kept on a big collective level. So I'm grateful for documentaries like unacknowledged And to me, what's one of the most powerful things in Unacknowledged that they hint at is that you can actually contact extraterrestrials yourself. And if you want to see exactly how to do that, watch the next documentary called Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. That'll show you how you can actually contact extraterrestrial beings yourself. Because once you've had that firsthand experience, now you don't have to believe. For example, I had a dream, a very vivid dream, where I was on another planet and I was representing humanity and I was making the argument that, you know, we're we're leveling up on Earth. We're working on treating each other better. That, you know, things are I was arguing that things are coming along pretty well on Earth and that you know we're we're gonna keep doing better. We're gonna keep being more honest and continue to raise our consciousness up. Uh Kenneth, which which one excites you more? I'd say GTA San Andreas has been going off better in the algorithm for me. So that might be worth trying. So that's what I'm a part of and I, I see that everyone that's putting out these documentaries like this. You know, we we all are a part of the same journey. To me this is the ultimate civil rights movement. Like The right to have our government tell us the truth. And not just government, but industry. And the right for all people to truly be equal. Because one thing I saw as a police officer, there's a lot of discrimination still. But it's generally not on race. I didn't see any racial discrimination in my time as a police officer. I worked in a university police department, which was more... You, you know not, not the same as like working out in a rural sheriff's office in the middle of you know the Midwest or something. I worked in, a, in South Carolina at the University of South Carolina's police department, so other, that was probably one of the more, you know, departments where you're less likely to see racism. Still, though, what I did see a lot of, I saw a lot of inequality and unequal treatment of people based on who you are and i don't think as a human race as long as we've got people who are above the law i don't think the law or law enforcement is it makes sense like it totally destroyed being a police officer for me seeing that you know if you're the sheriff's cousin or if you are a if you're a politician on a politician's team you know you can drunk drive you can you can break all kinds of laws and totally get away with it while somebody else who doesn't, isn't as important in the eyes of the police department. Now, of course, your mind will bring up exceptions, and you'll bring up celebrities who are are arrested and stuff. That's the exception. Most of the time, you will get away with things. For example, one of the classes of people who gets away with things often are police officers, and I witnessed firsthand a bunch of times that You know, my badge would get me out of trouble. I got pulled over for speeding a bunch of times as a police officer and never got a ticket. Going as much as 20 miles an hour over the speed limit. Maybe even more than that. I never got a ticket. Every time I just showed my badge, whether it was a state trooper, whether it was in the state of South Carolina where I worked, or another state, every single time they let me off. And when I pulled officers over... Our department actually arrested a city police officer before and there, it, was, it was crazy, it was like a war. There, there were people saying they weren't going to come. And this guy was like one of the greater offenders, you know, repeated drunk driving, repeatedly causing trouble, had been gotten away with it a whole bunch of times and our department finally laid it down on him and it was nuts what happened. In our world, there are certain federal positions you can have that you can basically do almost anything, and if you show your federal badge, there if you show your your badge, I mean you, you can do almost anything, and the police department will just almost immediately let you go or turn you over to your federal agency like you are, I have another firsthand experience I've had I have a I have somebody I know. Who went to right outside Area 51, which the government publicly denied for 30 plus years of its existence? The government publicly denied it. And I had a friend who went there for training, and he said, and I quote, they told us if you wander out, Do not wander around. If you wander around out here, there are snipers that don't have social security numbers that will shoot you. That's exactly what he said that they told him. There are snipers that don't have social security numbers that will shoot you if you go out of this training area, out into the desert. That's from somebody I know and trust that's seen it firsthand. Why do we have things that are that secret that you can be killed just for walking out onto the property? And they put signs up. Like, this isn't something nobody knows. Like, there's signs up that say deadly force is authorized. Why do we collectively as a society even allow that? I've heard through documentaries like Unacknowledged that our government actually has all kinds of high technology that have been suppressed as well and I'm part of a movement to get that technology out there. That we have infinite energy technology, basically a little device. Here's what happens, if you invent breakthrough technology, it gets confiscated. As soon as word goes out that you've invented something that's truly exceptional, not something that's a little bit better or even a generational leap, but something that will absolutely wreck the entire economy. For example, this guy a few years ago invented an engine that ran off water for a car, and I believe unacknowledged is where they showed this. The story was on a local news station. They said a man invented a car engine that runs off water. That was confiscated by the government for national security. It's time for whoever controls these technologies to let them out to the public. I hear there's replicators like Star Trek that can basically create anything at all you want. Things like a car engine that you could never have to buy gas again, just literally pour some water in it and it uses this energy that's latent. There's enough energy, I think it was in this, there's enough energy in a square foot of empty space around you to boil all the water in the ocean around the world and that water engine was tapping into that. There's anti-gravity technology. We don't even have to drive cars on the ground. There is technology that will give all of us infinite energy, the ability to materially create anything we want to, and to copy that technology so that you can essentially 3D print a 3D printer. You could 3D print one of these energy devices. Every single household on the planet could have one of these within a few months. There is so much high technology in abundance that we literally have enough to completely eliminate anyone's material lack. And I think the key to actually getting access to this stuff is to expect it, to realize at a minimum this is a possibility, at a maximum this is what's happening. Marshall, nice to see you today. Oh, you played Alien Fireteam? Cool. Nathan said, I read somewhere that Elon will be selling tickets to Mars eventually. Hey, there's, I've heard on Above Majestic, which I watched after this, that there, or maybe it was on a podcast. I'm gonna go more into it. But I've heard there's teleporters on Earth right now that go directly to Mars, that there are people who commute to work on Earth through a teleporter. They go, like, this was said that it was in the UK. There was a house in the UK... You go to work, you go through this teleporter, you go work on Mars, at the end of the day, your end of your workday, you go back through the teleporter, you go home to your family, and of course you're sworn to secrecy, and from anybody's point of view, you have a boring office job. From your point of view, you go to work on Mars. Like, that's amazing. Ricky, this unacknowledged is on Amazon Prime. If you got a Prime membership, you can watch this for free on Amazon. Kenneth says, you should watch my stream. Kenneth, will you remind me what your stream is? I think I'm following you, but I often need a lot of reminders. I'd love to watch your stream, Kenneth. Adam says, that's why I enjoyed really watching Detroit Become Human. We may play that again. We might do some more Detroit Become Human. Since I'm just using the games as a background now, we may do some more of that. Adam says, it's sad we have people with three houses and 13 cars, but Michigan can't even get clean tap water. Kenneth, what's the name of your page? I think uh, the only limitations we have are because of our minds and our ability to imagine them. So my purpose in sharing this here is to assist you in uh, what you can imagine. Because even if you think all this stuff is total crap, I'm saying, I'm at least opening the possibility to your mind that if you hear something like this again, you will be a little more receptive to it. You'll be like, oh, that's what Jerry was talking about. And I am going deeper into this. I want as many details as possible. So if you enjoyed, if you watch on Acknowledge and you like it, the next two I recommend are Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind, also featuring Stephen Greer. And I'm about to sign up for Gia? Gaia. I'm not sure how to say it, but Dr. Stephen Greer has a whole series of disclosure, there's several more on this. Uh, G-I-A-I-A, it's a TV network, I'm gonna try that. There's a ton more things to watch on there. Oh, Kenneth says, you don't have a page, you just go live? Oh, you definitely wanna get a page. Jess says, YouTube videos are really important for me. Hey, I love that, Jess, and I'm grateful I've got a creative flow now where I can do Facebook live streams and then take a part of it like this and put it out on YouTube. And I've tested it on YouTube. People don't like, for example, if I just start the video off playing video games and then talk about the stuff in the middle, it seems viewers aren't enjoying that. But if I just kind of take a part of my live stream and dedicate it to this conversation, viewers will tolerate the game or even like the game in the background. So thank you very much, Jess Augmented, for letting me know that. I think we've had a great conversation about this now. I'm so grateful for the chance to share this with you and I trust you will follow me everywhere. I got links to everything on jerrybanfield.com and I'm going to continue putting information like this out in as many forms as I can to assist with bringing humanity up to its highest potential. I think there's no way we can work at our highest potential as human beings with all these collective secrets. Just like me, I was at such a reduced potential when I was an alcoholic and I was drinking and I was lying and I was hiding and I was I had all these secrets and shame. What I was capable of was so much lower. And now it's amazing how healthy I am and I want... I want I love and I'm grateful for the chance to assist humanity in going through the same transition I've been through personally. I'm excited to build a world where you've got conscious human beings who are taking great care of themselves who are aware of the bigger picture and thanks for being a part of this.